Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You guys, it's Rick Tittle. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another live edition of Titillating Sports. I'm Rick Tittle, and it's great to have you with us, wherever you might happen to be listening, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. We are here for you to talk sports, and uh, I cover all sports talk. You're an expert in everything. I didn't say I was an expert in anything, but... I am here to talk about football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Coachella about chess checkers, rugby, cricket, that type of stuff. Get to those and your calls at 1-800-878-PLAY. Once again, 1-800-878-7529. We'll get you in and get you heard wherever you might happen to be listening in this great land of ours. And okay, foreign lands. <clears throat> now I say that, I'm just kidding, but... We are coast to coast and in every uh, state on the American Forces Radio Network as well and in 177 other countries. And if you're in the military, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, Space Force, Delta Force, whatever you're with, you're doing a fantastic job and stay with us. United States Army Air Corps, I guess we call that Air Force now, but whatever you're in, you're doing a great job. Stay safe, come home soon. We're on the internet, we stream through sportsbyline.com, and you can click listen live on that site. And if you want to write me an email, send those to rick at sportsbyline.com. Also, there's the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. Those all get the programming, as does the cable uh, CRN Digital Plus 2. It's cable uh, news network channel 2. We're there 24-7. Got some guests today. We have a couple of Olympians, Cullen Jones, the swimmer. And Allison Baver, the speed skater. We also have a couple of comedians. Blaze Mancias will get us started here in a second. And then our buddy Adam Ferrara, the actor as well, will be back. And then John Hirschbeck, MLB manager, will drop by for third hours. Talk a little baseball. Talking baseball. So we got three hours. Come on back, y'all. 
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118-800-493-6118-800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. What's hot for business this week at Staples? Small prices, big savings. Help your business go big with amazing prices on everything you need to pack and ship. Right now at Staples, save 20% on UPS expedited shipping services. Plus, save up to 30% on select shipping supplies. Shop in-store or get same-day delivery through Instacart and save big at Staples. Ends 1031. While supplies last, in-store only. See store for details. Instacart fees, taxes, and or tips may apply. Delivery subject to availability. Additional terms apply. Cleanings, checkups, and cavities? Have Dr. Chang's dental practice at capacity. Patient in room one is getting a root canal. The x-rays in room two are going to have to wait. We're down to one hygienist. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Uh, starting off our show, uh, for the first time, we are going to welcome Blaze Mancius to the show. He is a comedian, and he has a, a brand-new podcast called Let's Get Lit. Blaze, welcome to the show. First of all, um, like myself, I hear you are a, a Bay Area native. Where are you from, man? 
Hey, Rick, what up, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, I am a Bay Area native. I grew up in San Jose, California, um, but my, my parents actually live in San Francisco. They moved in the city about 15 years ago. So uh, what high school are we talking about down there? I went to Bellarmine College Preparatory. Oh, you're a Bellarmine Bell. Where did you go? I went to Salesian High School in Richmond, the mean streets of Richmond. Gotcha. I don't think we played you guys. No, you guys were, we, we were a ghetto school. You guys, <laughs> what is that whole thing about the, if you go to Bellarmine, you're sort of a chosen one. Is that really a kind of a thing that our other schools are just jelly? I don't know about that. To be honest with you, I didn't really care for high school that much. So <laughs> I was happy to like get out of that oppressive environment. I live in New York City now, uh, and I'm an artist. So naturally, my type doesn't usually do well at a prep school. So I'm happy to be gone from it. <laughs> so being in New York, do you try to get spots at all those great clubs like the Cellar and the Stand and the Strip and Gotham and Stand Up New York and all those other places? Totally, and it sounds like you know stand-up comedy in New York pretty well. You named, like, all the big ones. Um, but, yeah, I perform all over New York City. Though, to be honest, in the middle of a pandemic, it's a lot different now. Um, so, believe it or not, I've been doing something that I've never done. Is I've been performing uh, outdoors in city parks, like, all over, which has been kind of, like, a wild and also cool experience. Yeah, I know the stand was doing some stuff in Central Park, and you got tiny covered up on the on the roof. Mm -hmm. uh, you really yeah. have to get uh, you got to get creative over there, huh? Yeah, you really do have to get creative. But the really cool thing is, people are so starved for the performing arts right now that, like, I would say, even if it's like eight people in a park or something at six p.m., people are really like positive and like happy, and they like appreciate that you're there. Like, it's really kind of weird to get, like, nice New Yorkers <laughs> at comedy show. There's no, like, drunk guy heckling you. Everyone's just, like, happy that you're there performing for them. So that's been really cool. Oh, it's cool, too. And I know you have the, the privations of having to deal with, with nature and cars driving by and other things. But what would you say about the, you know, talking to comedians as I have over the years? And I have been to all those clubs I've mentioned. I'm a huge comedy nerd. But what about the the adage of the Brooklyn crowd is like too woke sometimes and they're, they <laughs> they approach things with a frown or maybe just like go over every word you say to make sure that it's PC. Sure, I think there's a lot of that going on. I would say it's usually the white people that you got to watch out for because they're the ones that are sort of sitting there with their arms crossed looking around the audience to make sure, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't approve of this. Can't you see that, people of color? <laughs> Give me my cookies. So honestly, uh, I, I, don't, I don't mind performing in Brooklyn. I like it a lot. Personally, I'd rather be... Uh, be performing from in front of a, a less pale-faced crowd. But it's usually those people that tend to be like, you know, to use the word woke as a pejorative, like they're the ones that are like, no, it has to be a PC, it has to be this, it has to be it's like, whatever. Um, but I don't let that bother me. There's, there's so much great places to perform in the city, and, and I got nothing against Brooklyn. I, honestly, I feel like during the pandemic, I perform in Brooklyn more than I did before because there's like so many cool rooftop shows and things going on. You mentioned the tiny cupboard. cupboard. Um, that's a great place to perform. It's really blown up. Um, so yeah, I, I don't let the, the these sort of woke audience members get me down. I don't let really any audience members get me down too much. <laughs> yeah, no, and I think it's most. You're right. I think it is mostly uh, white folks who are trying desperately to look not racist, and I think they yes. sometimes hold some <laughs> some weird flags. You know, it's funny you you mentioned Brooklyn because I was staying in in Crown Heights one time, and I went mm. over to 
Barclays to see Nick's Nets, and someone texted me that there was an Oakland bar. I think it's gone now, but it was over on like Atlantic. It was called Pacific Standard, and I went over there. This is a few years ago, and then there was no sign or anything, but in the back room, they were doing comedy, and there were literally three people in the crowd, and people were just working out sets, and yeah. they they obviously weren't getting paid for it. And I thought that that's a labor of love here. This is the trenches right here. And because you're going to go out there, you're not going to get paid and no one's going to laugh. And you, but you got to keep working at it, huh? You're, you do it because you love it, right? Cause you don't do it because you're going to be a filthy rich and a millionaire. You, most of us don't become that from doing comedy. So you, you do it because you love it and you love doing it. And honestly, that's what's cool about New York city. In addition to all the cool clubs, but the, you know, on any given night or at least pre pandemic, uh, you could walk into any bar, whether it's an upscale one or like a dive bar, and you never know if you might just happen upon a comedy show. And that happens so much here in the city. Um, I think that's what makes it such a great comedy town. Speaking with Blaze Mancias, talking about his podcast, Let's Get Lit, in a second. Um, I've <clears throat> Being a Bay Area, you know, uh, third generation East Bay, um, the way we kind of look at the world and, and ethnically, I think as far as the Bay Area goes, you know, nothing's perfect, but we seem to get along better than most parts of the country. And so the East Coast, like it was the first time I've seen anti-Semitism. It was the first time I really saw Puerto Ricans. You know, I, you know, it was mostly as, you know, people of um, Mexican heritage in, the, in mm-hmm. the Bay Area or Central American. So w- what was that like? Do you ever people assume you're Puerto Rican back there just because your name is Mancias? <laughs> sure. Well, I'm glad you, you want to talk about race because it's something that I talk about in my stand-up quite a bit. I grew up, I'm half Mexican, half white, but I'm very sort of white presenting. People see me on the street. I think, uh, you know, that people just assume I'm some white guy. So it's quite often that people mistake me for everything <laughs> um, or just like think I'm a white guy, including other Latin people. Um, I don't rarely get mistaken for being Latino. If anything, I get mistaken for being white. Um but yeah, New York is an awesome place, and it's so diverse, and we get so many different groups of people. Um, I, I love it here, man. I really do. And to be honest, I'm surprised whenever I do run into some Mexican people. I'm like, we're here too? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the podcast, Let's Get Lit. Now, not as many episodes out there as WTF. It's just started, but I like mm-hmm. the approach. Tell everybody, you get a, you get another comedian, and then what do you guys do? Yeah, so I it's it's sort of one part podcast, one part audio book, and basically every episode is a chapter where I read H.G. Wells' The War of the Worlds, and on each chapter I have a different comedian come on, and they sort of interrupt me and provide jokes, commentary, whatever they feel like. They have free creative license. They can do dick jokes, or they can ask very poignant, inquisitive questions. So it's kind of like a fun thing. I like to compare it. So like Mystery Science Theater 3000, you know, where you watch a movie and comedians comment on it, or even like Drunk History, where you're sort of like in this story and then you have comedians joking about that. So it's like that, but for your ears. That's sort of how it breaks down. That's very cool. And I know you had um, Judah Friedlander, who's been on the show, and you know, I had uh, Noah Gordon, uh, Garden Shorts, who I saw actually in New York before. And, um, you know, of course, people who don't know War of the Worlds, that was, you know, that was on the radio, there were people all across the country that thought that the Martians were invading. They didn't realize that it was just a joke, and it kind of changed the way that we have to sort of preface what we say on the radio. So how do you sort of (laughs) take that and then uh, bend it into the show? 
Sure. I mean, I, I, it took a long time for, for me to sort of decide what book to do. Um, but I did. I settled on War of the Worlds uh, because I think it's really relevant to now, and it always has been. It's it's one of the most commented works of sci-fi literature ever. So it's very popular. I'm saying, that in addition to the radio play with Orson Welles, there's been several movies, um, comic books, all kinds of things. And when you're in the middle of a worldwide pandemic, you'd be surprised how uh, similar it is to an alien invasion. So that was sort of what drew me towards it. And I also think, you know, not everyone is, like, stoked about reading something that was written in 1898, right? Like, it feels like it could be a little dusty, a little stodgy. And honestly, I think a lot of times we approach these sort of books, maybe we approach them as a kid, because, like, it didn't really speak to us because maybe there weren't any characters that looked like us or sounded like us. You know, for example, um, this book has no named female characters, just to use an example. Now, uh, I think a great opportunity is we don't just like have these books to sort of celebrate them on the podcast. It's also our chance to sort of get our last word, to criticize them, to question them, or to just make fun of them, because it's, it's okay. I don't think H.G. Wells is going to mind. He's been dead a long time. But I think it really like reinvigorates something that's kind of old, and we find new ways to look at it. And I have so many great comedians come on uh, and provide their different insights. And whether it be comedians that are people of color or in the LGBTQ community, um, you're going to get a lot of different opinions and a lot of different point of views, and they're all just so darn funny. So <laughs> I think people are going to really like whether it's Josh Gondelman who hosts uh, Jesus and or he writes for Jesus and Marrow on Showtime, and he has an Emmy. Um, Lane Moore, who's got like a best-selling book. Uh, Anna Roisman, who hosts the HQ Trivia Show. There's so many great people coming up. Um, and like I said, it's available everywhere. So That's very cool. Last question for you. Um, obviously, you're going to run out of chapters at some point. Have you thought about uh, what the next book's going to be? Sure, sure. The, this War of the Worlds is only 27 chapters, um, and three are available now. They come out every week. Um, I, 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 I'll tell you this. I'm not going to do sci-fi. Since I've done sci-fi, I'm thinking something different. You know, maybe it could be Great Gatsby. Maybe it could be Pride and Prejudice. I'm not sure, but I'm open to suggestions. But I'll tell you, I, I think I want to do something that's a little bit more, like, relationship-based, more, like, interpersonal with, like, people and stuff, as opposed to just aliens and sci-fi. So that's what I'm leaning towards, too. But no, nothing's definite, nothing's confirmed yet, so I'll let you know. Yeah, I think Jane Austen is a good idea. I can just think that's a target-rich environment for people. Yeah. Like if you had Pride and Prejudice or Sense and Sensibility, you guys could really hack into that thing. <laughs> Absolutely, because it's relationships. And like, what do most comedians talk about on stage is like sex and relationships. So there's, it's going to be like a great place to like mine humor from. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. So I, I like where your head's at. It's Blaze Mancius, the podcast, Let's Get Lit. And uh, where can we find you social media-wise, Blaze? Yeah, yeah, you can find just about everything about me at blazecomedy.com, B-L-A-Z-E, comedy.com. All my social media is there. You can find me Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at blazemancias, B-L-A-Z-E-M-A-N-C-I-L-L-A-S. But just go to blazecomedy.com. You'll find everything there. Hey, congratulations on everything going on, and uh, hopefully when this pandemic ends, uh, when you're back home, uh, come on in studio, hang out with us. That would be a lot of fun. I appreciate that. All right, Blaze Mancius, everybody, Let's Get Lit podcast. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline USA.
Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is going on? Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY. 
got swimmer Colin Jones on the other side. So this is a uh, open segment. You'd like to get in <clears throat> and you'd like to get heard. Um, emails rick at sportsbyline.com. Jeremy says, Rick, why don't you do a podcast yourself? LOL. <clears throat> is it LOL because I suck? Or is it LOL because... No, it's... Um, my uh, my old buddy, uh, Damon Bruce, who uh, does radio shows, he said something once that I kind of agree with. And he said, why would I do a podcast when I already do a broadcast? <laughs> um, I think I might be tempted to do a podcast if I didn't have uh, a show just for fun. Because uh, I already talked to him I'm blue in the face every day anyway. But... Um, and I used to do this seven days a week, and now without 95.7 the game, I do it six days a week. But, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, if I did a podcast, it would definitely just be like an old tittle show where I would interview myself as somebody else. There was no way I could do it straight. In those early days when I was on Sirius, basically the only sports talk show on Sirius, I did a lot of, a lot of years worth of stuff where I pretended to be someone else. Because I'm nuts. Really? Yeah, really. It was only getting on Extra Sports 860 where I had to get legit. Because I'm so legit. All right. How about those Tampa Bay Rays coming back to tie things up 6-4? to four? You knew they would not go away quietly. And Blake Snell versus Tony Gonsolin is not much of a matchup as far as reputations go. <clears throat> and I was stuck in a weird place where... I, for the first time, as I can remember, I was rooting for the, um, not Dodgers to win, but for their starting pitcher to do very well because he's back a high and also St. Mary's College. By the way, that team he was on, Tony Gonsolin, the Gales team, I saw play one game against Northwestern. I didn't even see the whole game, but they won the WCC championship. They won 30 games in a row, four years in a row. That team also had... Um, Corbin Burns, who is basically the ace for the Brewers right now. And Tony Gonsolin was mostly a position player. So two big leaguers off that uh, team on a little school like St. Mary's is pretty cool. And I do brag about it because it's one of the only things I belong to that is teeny. Everything else, you know, I'm American. Everybody famous is American. <laughs> kind of a, a, a general catch-all phrase. But, <clears throat> you know, my state, California, has over 30 million people. You can't really brag from somebody, hey, that guy's Californian. That'd be like me saying, <clears throat> greatest hitter I've ever lived, Ted Williams. Guess what? We have in common. What? From the same state. Yeah, isn't he from San Diego? Yeah. He's one of ours. Like, eh, doesn't really work. But St. Mary's just has a couple thousand kids in it every year. Um, it definitely works. You know, now, the difference is, is that, um, obviously, uh, these guys are pros. But I'm rooting for them. Rooting for them big time. And um, speaking of former locals, uh, Joey Wendell, who's from Cleveland but used to play for the A's, he had um, – RBI, and he hadn't been doing much offensively during the postseason, so it was big for Tampa to him get in there. But if you look at Snell, over the last three seasons, only three pitchers 
have thrown pitches in the strike zone at a lower rate than Blake Snell, which means that he is pitching. That's the difference between you and me not throwing strikes. That means he throws so many pitches that look like strikes. Chasing out of the zone. Remember, he got a Cy Young Award two years ago, and he was very good this year. <clears throat> and the other thing about Blake Snell that I like is that he loves Call of Duty. The other thing that I think is interesting about him, I don't know if I like it or not, is that the guy is a sassy ass too. In other words, he speaks his mind. Maybe I shouldn't call him sassy. Let's just say he speaks his mind. But Snell, four and two-thirds, two runs, nine strikeouts. Um, on paper, the Dodgers were not a very good matchup because the, the Dodger hitters are um, unwilling to expand the zone, and they're very patient. But it wasn't until the Rays got up 5 nothing that Snell even allowed his first hit. That was a Chris Taylor two-run shot in, in the fifth. So um, Snell, by the way, is the first pitcher to open a World Series game with six strikeouts and three hitless innings since Randy Johnson did it in Game 2, 2001 with Arizona. He's also the second pitcher ever to begin a World Series with eight strikeouts and four hitless innings. The other person to do that was Koufax, Game 1, 63. But things started to unravel a little bit after that Taylor home run, and Snell was unable to complete the fifth and not even get a win, but they don't really care. And, and why would they? But the Rays finally got those timely hits because coming into the World Series, who was the guy that was carrying him? That was Randy Arozarena. And if your name was not that, you were part of a group that was hitting 185 this postseason. And runners in scoring position, risky business, 174. How the hell did they win the American League? Well, they they did when they could. But if you think about when Demon Choi hit a tailor-made 4-6-3 to Kike Hernandez, but he bobbled it, and they should have been out of the inning. But then Manuel Margot, a two-strike single to right. Joey Wendell, the two-run double into right. And then uh, right between Bellinger and Mookie Betts. And so... You look at the Rays now, and by the way, this postseason has not been great to Nick Anderson. He's one of been one of the top relievers the last two years, but coming out of the pen, he's allowed a run in five of his first seven outings this season. And uh, he did it again with a solo home run to Will S Smith in the, uh, the six. But if you look at L.A., like Tony Gonsolin only lasted four outs, and you know, Dustin May has not been great either, even though these guys, these youngsters, did very well during the, the regular season. But Gonsolin made the shortest start by an uninjured pitcher in the World Series since 1947. And he only gave up one earned. That is a quick hook. Now, Walker Bueller is lined up to pitch Game 3 on Friday. Game 4 is undecided, but it would probably be Julio Urias. But uh, the Rays are back in this thing. And um, people who hate the Dodgers, that's a good thing. All right. Take a quick break, and we will talk to an Olympian on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
your home service business is not at the top of Google Maps, winningreviews.com is here to help. You need to be careful when working on your Google My Business profile, which is what shows up on Google Maps. One mistake, and you'll be on page two. Winningreviews.com offers a workshop to teach you how to get to the top of Google Maps. Don't let your competition have that top spot. Check out winningreviews.com and get to the top of Google Maps. Go to winningreviews.com. That's winningreviews.com. What do you want a da-da-da? What do you want a da-da-da? I've not a da what a da-da-da. We could switch to Progressa da-da. Oh, yeah? We could switch to Progressa and za. Mm-hmm. We could za and have to buy some za. Oh, yeah. Let's switch to Progressa da-da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're going to da-da-da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da-da-da. Quote da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man-age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man-age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. 
Hi, guests. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, around the world on American Forces. It's our pleasure to welcome uh, one of the best swimmers this country has ever produced, and that is Cullen Jones, and he is here to talk about uh, what's going on with the USA Swimming Foundation, calling, of course, multiple medals, including a gold at the 2012 Summer Games. Cullen, I'm just wondering, knowing that you're a lot younger than I, but when you get to 36, how hard is it to keep the quote-unquote swimmer's body? Is it? Do you still laugh at things like hamburgers, or, or, or are you at the point now where you really got to watch it? You know, I will be honest. Like the rest of the country, I packed on the COVID-15. Um, I definitely was eating because I was home, and uh, my routine was broken. So um, I have a lot of people that ask me about that, and it, it's, it's something that, you know, I, I indulged, but... I definitely have to give back because for me, it's all about health. It's about awareness. And sometimes, yeah, it was easy to stay on the couch and eat. I need to get up and start moving. <laughs> and you'd rather have the COVID-15 than the COVID-19, obviously. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about what's going on with, with the USA um, Swimming Foundation because, you know, how are kids going to swim when they don't even have pools open unless they're you know, well-to-do and have a pool in the backyard. But um, not only that, but I think about, you know, children um, of color, African-American, Hispanic, Latino, um, getting the opportunity to get into the pools as well. How is the foundation uh, helping uh, these kids right now? Well, you know, I've been working with uh, the USA Swimming Foundation and Philip 66 for about 12 years now, uh, ever since my first gold in 2008. And a friend of mine came up to me and said, do you know what you just did as a black American? And I had no idea besides, you know, yes, I got a world record. Yes, I was on that iconic relay with Phelps and um, uh, Jason Lezak and Garrett Webergale. And I was just kind of still in Beijing and in this like high. But then when I came home and they put in front of me the drowning statistics. At that time, 70% of African-Americans didn't know how to swim. And I started looking at my family and friends that always looked at me and said, you know, oh, you know, you do that swimming thing because everyone else played basketball and football. Um, it, it did change, I'll be honest. When I came home with a gold medal, it was like, oh, yeah, how's swimming going? So it did change a little bit of the perception for people. But when I saw those numbers, I just knew that, this was my way, my way and my calling of giving back to my sports has given me so much to be able to travel the world and to, to share my love for swimming with uh, not only my community, but all communities that are at risk because um, so many families don't understand the importance of learning to swim. And I make the joke about the COVID-15 gaining that 15 pounds, but COVID-19 did us no justice in the fight. I mean, I was saying years after um, 2008, we've seen the numbers going down with more and more kids learning the importance of learning to swim and parents understanding the importance of learning to swim and all of the, the tour and the running around that I've been doing for my entire career. We saw those numbers come down to 64%. Um, and so we were actually really excited. And then COVID-19 hit and people were home. And children, were, it was the summertime, they were still getting near water. And um, those numbers started to, to creep up again. And it is my fear, I'll be honest, that now with, um, with uh, policymakers and people that are in charge, they're closing pools, um, we're not going to be able to have those lifeguards. We're not going to be able to give those lessons. 
And it's so important that we, we tell these policymakers, these parents, um, I have a 15, you said I'm 36, I have a 15-month-old at home, and I've got him in swim lessons. And there's, there's safe ways of being able to do swimming. COVID-19 does not travel a, a, across a chlorinated pool. So we need to make sure the policymakers and, and all of the people in charge understand that, and, and we can't close these pools. We're going to see these numbers jump up even more next year, and it's going to be a bigger problem. And I think it's, by the way, we're speaking with swimmer Colin Jones. I think it's even more poignant if you look back to when you were you know, basically a kindergartner that, that you had quite a scare in a pool as well, right? I did, I did. Um, so this, this, the beauty of my life coming full circle and teaching now, I've heard every excuse from my mom not even knowing how to swim and she's now learning from the ages of the 60s to me at five years old almost drowning. I've heard it all. Um, at, at the age of five, I was at an amusement park with my parents. wasn't goofing around. There were lifeguards there. It was, I, in all honesty, should have been completely safe. But because I hadn't had swim lessons, I wasn't. Um, I was able to go on, down this ride, flip upside down, and be underwater for 30 seconds. And they say that a child being underwater for 30 seconds can have brain damage. Um, and to this day, I remember looking up when I woke up to my dad and the lifeguard being like, Colin, 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 are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm coughing up water. But the first words out of my mouth was, what's the next ride we're getting on? Because I was a five-year-old <laughs> at a water park. and I was having a blast, but, um, and I wasn't ready to leave. But it scared my parents into, you know, and, and what we see, the University of, of um, Memphis and UNLV did a study for USA Swimming Foundation and Phillips 66 that for the most part, there's three major factors, fear, parental backing, and physical appearance. And after that scare, me at five years old, I was terrified of the water. My mom was, had a, a healthy fear of the water. But what we have found is what my mother did, she went against the grain. She said, no. I'm not going to shield you from water like fire, hot, stay away. I'm going to give you the, the tools to be successful around it. And then later I became an Olympian. But that was later. <laughs> I needed my mom's push, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, there's also the stereotype, you know, the, the Eddie Murphy joke, well, black kids don't swim. And, and it's interesting because I was talking to a, um, a Canadian um, who's uh, of African heritage, and he had done a uh, hockey documentary, and being black, he said he hates it when he said we sort of exacerbate the stereotype of, oh, black people don't play hockey, and it's like we shouldn't say that because we do, and we're good at it, and there should be more of us. So is that the kind of thing, like, you know, even in your family, it's like, what are you doing swimming? You know, you're 6'5", you should be playing a real sport. Right, and let me tell you, I got that throughout my entire uh younger years. Uh, my, my dad was a basketball player, was being drafted by the Knicks, didn't work out. I wasn't the reason, but he wanted me to play basketball. I could bounce the ball before I could lift the fork. And um, I got it from all of my family. Oh, Collins, it's just different. He hears different music. He just does something different. He doesn't know that we don't do that. And I think that's the biggest, that's the biggest problem. Um, you have a culture of people that believe that they don't do this. And the reason behind that was because of slavery. It was because of, of not having access. You know, when you look at the civil rights movement, you know, months before the, the incident that happened in the hotel pool where the owner was pouring bleach in the pool because there were black kids in it was one of the major turning points of starting the civil rights movement in 1964. 
like this is something that is deeply rooted into the black culture. And so as a black swimmer, I feel it is my duty to try to change this. And that's why working with USA Swimming Foundation and working with those 56 uh, with the Make a Splash Tour in the past, we wanted to make sure we weren't tone deaf this year. And we want people to understand that saving lives is always in season. You know, it's not just a summer thing. This is about learning to swim. We have the access. We need to change this perception that this is something we don't do. We do do this. And not only do we do this, we do it well. And more importantly, we need to teach our children and our older folks that this is not just a, a great sport that can change your life. It's a life skill. When it gets hot, even when it's cold, kids like being around water. So we need to teach them how to be safer around the water so we can drop some of them. We, not some of them. Drop these drowning rates. We need to drop these rates. I remember I spent a lot of time in, in England, and I remember there was about 10 years ago that there was a horrible tragedy down south in the in the U.S. where a bunch of black teenagers, I think, drowned in one incident. Yep. And Louisiana. the BBC yep. did a whole thing about, well, how come black Americans don't know how to swim? Like, they just sort of grouped everybody together. And people ask me, you know, and I come from, mm-hmm. you know, Richmond, California, which is, you know, predominantly black area. And I said, well, they, you know, there's the stereotype uh, that they kind of buy into sometimes because the access isn't there. But I thought, you know, I didn't really get to swim. You know, I did, you know, I'm white and I barely know how to swim uh, at all because we, we just didn't have the pools. But I thought it was interesting that right. the British, the, the BBC did a whole thing about how, why, how come black kids in America don't know how to swim? Yeah. Well, it's interesting you bring that up. I was actually at a swim meet. I was trying to, to race to make world championships and it happened in, in Shreveport, Louisiana. There were seven, I believe the seven kids. Um, they ended up drowning because one was trying to save another, and they just kept jumping in trying to save the other child. It was tragic. And I remember I was racing that morning, and my phone was just going crazy with ding, 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 ding. And everybody, because they knew that I started working with the Make a Splash Tour and the U.S. Race Swimming Foundation and trying to combat you know, these drowning rates, my friends, my family, even some people that I were acquaintances of acquaintances were sending me this horrific tragedy. And it just, it was breaking my heart because you just, you feel for that community. Well, that year, I think we were supposed to go to Atlanta. Um, and instead of going to Atlanta, we went to Shreveport and I was able to talk to not the family, but this community that was literally broken and had suffered the worst tragedy. We had eight swimmers that when I got in the pool with them and was trying to get them in the water, they were scooting back, basically crying, running away from me because they didn't want to get near water. And I will tell you the honest truth, within 30 minutes of me just flashing the metal help, I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but getting them to, to trust me. At the end of it, these kids were jumping to me. They were laughing. They were kicking it's about having a positive experience around the water. And that's why I think it's so important that we teach our parents, our, our guardians, that exposing children at a young age to swim lessons will prevent drowning. If a child has swim lessons, the chances of them drowning drop by 88%. 88%. So we need to get these kids to learn to swim. You brought up where you're from and and when it comes to your predominantly very diverse area 
and you're talking about the stigma within the black community, when you look at Africa, they have an African swim team. They have multiple African swim teams. They're at the Olympics. They're swimming. But here in America, and you talk about BBC, you're absolutely right. BBC, I, I haven't done interviews there, and they ask the same question. Like why, at the time, it was just me. Why just you? You have to understand that this is a cultural thing within 400 years of slavery. When Africans were brought to America, they could swim, and it was beaten out of them to learn to swim culturally because they didn't want the slaves to get away. And that was just generationally passed down. This is not what we do. This is not what we do. This is not what we do. All the way down to the 1980s, I forget the guy's name. He's a baseball. He was announcing a baseball game, and he said, black people don't swim because their bone density is too dense. Well, let me tell you something. I have four medals, two gold, two silver. I can't float. That has nothing to do with learning to swim. It has everything to do with getting proper swim lessons, and that's why working with the Swimming Foundation and Phillips 66 and the Make a Splash Tour and, and this year, just getting people to understand the awareness. Now that, yes, although people are trying to close pools, finding pools, you can find pools. USA Swimming Foundation, uh, .org, USA Swimming Foundation .org, you can go find lessons for your child or a child that you know that might be, da like, not dangerous, but just don't know or not comfortable around water. There's no reason not to do it now. There he is, Colin Jones, USA Swimming Foundation, and yes, usaswimming.org slash foundation. Get in there and check it out. Colin, doing great work, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks appreciate for your time, it. and let's catch, let's catch up down the road, man. Absolutely. Love to. Thank you for having me. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Violence. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim 
claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800 485 Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426 2301. Oh, come now, don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. Wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Oh, thank you for that. Good stuff from Colin Jones. I remember I used to work with this guy from Philadelphia. and He'd always go, Hey, ever notice when black kids get in the pool, all they do is splash. All they do is splash. Well, everybody's got to learn how to swim. And like I said, honestly, I ain't that, not that strong a swimmer, as Martin Short would say. All right. Quick news break. Come on back. We got another couple hours for you. Adam Ferrara, John Hirschbeck, Allison Baver. Come on back. Radio News with Lance Pride. All 12 Republican members of the Senate Judiciary Committee voted to approve Judge Amy Coney Barrett's Supreme Court nomination Thursday. Next is the full Senate confirmation vote on Monday, the final process for ACB to become a member of the United States Supreme Court. Democrats were told by Democrat Minority Leader Chuck Schumer to boycott the hearing, leaving no one to oppose the nomination. Schumer was hoping to prevent the committee from establishing a quorum. The boycott was unsuccessful at stalling the federal judge's confirmation to the high court. 
The Hunter Biden laptop with scandalous emails enlightening Americans to the Biden's business dealings with communist China, the Ukraine, Russia, and more have been validated by another source. Former business partner of Hunter Biden confirms the emails are authentic. Lieutenant Tony Bobolinsky says, quote, I don't have a political axe to grind. I just saw behind the Biden curtain and I grew with concern with what I saw, end quote. USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. You guys, your customer service and everything, you guys are great. And the commercials talk about it, but I don't know if it really gives it true justice. People need to know this is maybe the most amazing product I've ever tried. It's so pure. It tastes so good. I'm just blown away by it. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA. You've heard me talking about my pillow for three years, folks. It's the truth. I get the best sleep of my life with a my pillow. You can do it too. 60 day money back guarantee, 10 year warranty made in the USA. You'll sleep well or you'll get your money back. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special, use my promo code USA. Get two MyPillow premium pillows for the price of one or call 1 800 951 8175. Get the best sleep of your life and do it now. The final presidential debate will be tonight in Nashville. The big question, since mainstream media is ignoring the story, will President Trump bring up the Hunter Biden laptop and its scandalous emails? White House Communications Director Alyssa Farah tells Fox News, yes. I do think we are going to, whether it's asked or he has the opportunity to bring it up, he's going to get into this issue of Hunter Biden. The American people need to know if the Biden family in any way is beholden to China. I mean, this is our biggest geopolitical adversary. And the fact that most of the mainstream media is just refusing to cover this story is gravely concerning, but the president's willing to bring it up himself if necessary. The Tampa Bay Rays, Los Angeles Dodgers World Series Game 3 is Friday at Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas. The first World Series neutral site since World War II. The series is tied at one apiece after Brandon Lowe hit two opposite field home runs in the Rays' 6-4 win Wednesday. USA Radio News. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. NASA, our National Space Agency, has an exciting new discovery about the moon Monday. It comes from the Stratospheric Observatory for Infrared Astronomy. It's the world's largest airborne observatory. It's actually a Boeing 747 SP plane with a hole cut in it. It's modified to carry the massive telescope. The Stratosphere Observatory can rise above 99% of the atmosphere that blocks infrared wavelengths, allowing it to study the infrared universe. We'll find out more about the discovery on Monday, but NASA makes it clear it will have some bearing on the Artemis program, the plan to send humans back to the moon in 2024. NASCAR goes roaring back into Texas Motor Speedway Sunday. Chase Elliott has his thoughts. We just have to improve in certain areas, and I think inconsistency has been a, been a problem. Um, we, want to, we want to be able to win races, but we want to be able to win races everywhere. And I think there's been certain tracks over the years that have stood out consistently year after year that have kept us uh, from having good runs in places that we kind of go, oh, you know, 
not the most excited about going to. And, and that's just not, you just can't have that. You know, the people who, the people who win all the time, the people that are champions, the people that contend every week don't have bad racetracks and they, they have an opportunity to win every single week. And we all know that it's not something that's out of the realm of possibility. If you want to be a top dog in the steel, you got to be able to win every week. And that's just the way it, that's the way it's been. And uh, I don't see that changing. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. And there we are. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, border to border, around the world on AFN. I'm a fan of our military. You're doing a great job, whatever you uh, branch you are with, I should say. We do get a break in the World Series, which is normal, except for this year. Well, we have baseball every day, including the Championship series. Just every damn day in a row trying to catch up. But we get a little bit of a breather, which would have been a travel day. And so now the home team will be the Tampa Bay Rays. And we're going to have Walker Bueller on game three tomorrow against Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton in the playoffs so far with a 1 8 0. No record. No record for Bueller as well with a 3 3 8. So it just it's funny because I, after game one and you watch what Mookie Betts could do and I started because I picked the Rays to win only because I just think the Dodgers will find a way to choke. But you look at the Rays and you kind of think, uh, you know, that should be my age, but it's not. But Mookie Betts, there is a guy who's making a difference. And the Dodgers have never had Mookie Betts. He's done this before. He's been an MVP, and he kept it going. And the World Series for the Red Sox, their greatest team they ever had. The most wins, and they only dropped one game in each of their playoff series. They won the deal. You see him stealing two bases and hitting home run, and you're like, this could be the guy. And they go out there, and then they lose. You could say, well, what do you expect with 
Gonsolin on the bump against Snell. I don't know what to think. Charlie Morton, though, look how good he has been. Playoff, not just this year, but gone. Might actually have a pretty good series here. I think we do already. 800 play Shout out to the troops listening on American Forces Radio Network worldwide. Doing a great job. Hope you're doing all right. Hope to see you at home soon. Uh, we got Adam Ferrara this afternoon. Well, Tittle, come on back. It's Super Start Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. That means you can get up to a $25 gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of your Super Start Battery. Return power, performance, and reliability to your car, truck, motorcycle, and more with Super Start Batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With so many new pet owners, Kezia's Grooming can't keep up. Kezia's Grooming? Sorry, we'll book solid through the weekend. I can give you a call back, though, if something opens up. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. 
Check out Rick Tittle. All right, uh, welcome back to the show. And the lines are available. One eight hundred eight seven eight play. Last week, I went into how the Tampa Bay Rays were built, and I talked about how they had five guys that they drafted, and I said that there's sort of the misnomer that the Rays. Um, get all their guys from the draft, and the Dodgers are one of those teams that just goes out and buys people. Well, you can make that assumption because they had the second highest prorated payroll. I mean, for a 60-game season, they paid $107.9 million <laughs> for 60 games. It's pretty amazing <clears throat> when you think about it. But they drafted 10 of the guys that are on their team right now. We're talking the 26-man roster. And if you go through, you can look at guys like, you know, Matt Beatty. You say, who's Matt Beatty? But that's not who we're talking about here. We're talking about Cody Bellinger, who was a fourth-round pick. And he's the reigning National League MVP. He was a, sin, a skinny high school kid in Arizona, and his father, Clay, played four years in MLB, and he went to the uh, World Series all four years. He looked like a guy who you know, uh, had great pedigree, and they actually paid him an above-slot bonus, and look at he's turned into one of the game's premier players. Walker Bueller was no secret when he was at Vandy. <clears throat> Vanderbilt is the premier player development program, it seems like now, if you think about number one overall picks, um, you think about David Price and Dansby Swanson and Sonny Gray and uh, the guy with the Giants who I forgot, Carson Fulmer, Walker Bueller, but he went 24th overall. He was supposed to be top 10. Well, everyone said he's going to need Tommy John. And the Dodgers were smart. It's like, do you want Walker Bueller now or in a year? We'll take him in a year, then nothing. All you had to do was wait a year. But those other teams are like, oh, arm problems, never mind. Uh, Tony Gonsolin, who I just mentioned, he signed for a... I mean, think about it. Walker Bueller was almost a $2 million signing bonus. Tony, uh, Tony Gonsolin was a $2,000, $500 $2,500 signing bonus out of St. Mary's. Um, I, I give L.A. a lot of credit for identifying him a guy as a guy with untapped potential. Clayton Kershaw, obviously number seven overall, the best pitcher of his generation, or at least one of them. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's funny. If you think about the 2006 draft, Luke Hochiever... Um, who I remember they called him Luke Hokavar that year. But anyway, Luke Hochiever was number one to the Royals. The Rockies took this pitcher out of Stanford named Greg Reynolds. Ooh, yeah, two overall. Then the Devil Rays took Evan Longoria out of Long Beach State. That was kind of a no-brainer. But the Pirates, man, the Pirates. You know, you hit on a guy like Garrett Cole, but they missed on a pitcher out of University of Houston named Brad Lincoln. Mariners then, there was Tim Lincecum waiting for them, and they took Brandon Morrow out of Cal. 
who would later go on to pitch a no-hitter for the Blue Jays. And then Andrew Miller was a Tar Heel, and he went to the Tigers. They all were ahead of Kershaw. And hindsight's 90-90 and all that other stuff. Dustin May was a <clears throat> third-round pick and um, just this big, tall, strapping Texas high school kid. Uh, Jock Peterson. And Jock Peterson was a um, great football player at Pally High, and, and um, the Dodgers liked his competitive spirit and signed him, but still an 11th-round pick. They had to get him to um, give up his college scholarship and uh, because he was going to USC. So they had to give him $600,000. $600,000 to an 11th-round pick, but it worked out. Edwin Rios was a, um, a guy who spl- exploded onto the prospect map at Florida International because he was second in the nation to home runs, but he fell to the sixth round because he struck out too much. Corey Seager, that was an easy one. That was a first-round pick, 18th overall. You know, I say it's an easy one, but I just read you some notes of guys who uh, had uh, missed uh, as well. But Corey Seager, obviously his brother Kyle, and he has another brother, by the way, Justin, who is uh, uh, there as well. But uh, you know, Tommy John surgery for Corey Seager, but he returned as good as, as good as ever. In fact, he was the NLCS MVP. And then uh, Will Smith was another pick. This was a sandwich pick, and he really benefited from those Louisville scouts who looked at guys like Corey Ray and Kyle Funkhauser and Nick Solak. But this was a guy who was compensation, and Zach Granke went to the D-backs, and they made it work. All right, let's go to Manhattan, and we got our main man, Charlie. What's up, Charlie? Hey, Rick. How are you? Um, going on. I wanted, I wanted to ask you, uh, uh, before I have my sports question, uh, I, you're a, a comedy nerd, and I was wondering, have you been watching the show, The Comedy Store? On It's a documentary. On, um, yes. And is you it, know that I signed up for Showtime just to get that, that Mike Binder show. Yeah, there's been three episodes so far. Yeah, fantastic. I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's, uh, you know, obviously being in New York, I didn't know how um, much the comedy store meant to comedians and Mitzi Shore and what she, just, just the whole history of it I was not familiar with. And it's, it's interesting. I, 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 so I figured you'd be on that. Yeah, um, right before the pandemic, when I was going down to spring training, um, I stopped at the store again, and I went and I saw what they called best of the store. And so they brought out some old guys. They brought out Argus Hamilton and Yakov Smirnoff and Mark Oh, Maron. wow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Liza Schlesinger, Christina P. And so it was kind of cool to go, because I'd been in the original room. It was kind of cool to go to the main room. I still never been to the belly room, but it was kind of cool to see those old store guys out there. Yeah, no, it's yeah. I'm really my wife and I are watching it. We really, really enjoyed it because, like I said, I, uh, you know, I go to I, I well pre-pandemic we'd go see comedy shows, and, and I was, uh, you know, obviously in New York, and, and so yeah. Anyway, that, that, yeah, I just was wondering what your take on that show was. It's really a really good show. Um, can, I know you're talking baseball, but can I throw football at you? Go for it. Uh, Raiders offensive line uh, out for the week. Uh, you know, the, the, the Trent Brown got uh, 
positive uh, uh, result from the test, and, and now they sent the whole line home. And now I just something came on my phone that the NFL is uh, investigating uh, that they were out without masks or something. With all that being said, is there a chance a game will be delay uh, uh, rescheduled? Um, if, if- there was a report because they are practicing without yeah, Miller and Good and Hudson and Jackson, those guys, because Trent Brown did get the, the COVID-19. Um, but uh, they were reporting that, uh, um, that they're all expected back tomorrow. Um, I don't know if that's true, and I don't know how it helps to send people home, home for two days. Right. Right, now, right now, it looks like they're going to play. The thing I love about Trent Brown I don't love the fact that he told his the mother of his children that he was going to blow their brains out, but I do like the fact that he's listed at 380. I've never in my life seen a guy listed at 380. It's a, basically wow. a mountain of human that you have to try to get around. I mean, not to turn this into a trip. I mean, he. I think it was a Pro Bowler last year, if I'm not mistaken. But he seems like pre going to the Patriots. Didn't he? He made a statement that, "Oh, I found my love for football again." And he like, and I know that that he, his calf injury. They felt that he was maybe. You never want to question one man's tolerance of pain and what they can, you know. But there seems to be a lot of questions about him, and the Raiders gave him a boatload of money, and and. You know, I know I'm not blaming. You got the COVID, and you know it is what it. But he seems to be out more than in, and and his, I don't know, he just his, I don't know, and the the thing with his kids, you know, that that just, I know he's a great player, but I, I mean, I, I think that's the one sport. If you're not, if you don't have a hundred, you don't have your full your full heart into it. I mean, is he there just to collect a paycheck? Uh, a COVID diagnosis aside. He just seems to be, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm reading into it. It just, it just seems he's not available a lot where other players will get out there. Uh, with he, he, does, he, does seem, he does seem to be hurt a lot. Um, and I think he's one of those guys, though, that just carries himself in a lethargic way. You know, I think that's just his nature. I don't think he's a lazy ass once they start playing. But he is hurt a little bit too much. I I agree. Anyway, Charlie, I got to run, man. Thanks all right, Rick. All right, good, good. I'll keep listening. See you later. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. One eight hundred eight seven eight play. Get on in on byline. $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans, then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. 
Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851 At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. I would clown you, girl. Clowning. All the clowning. Uh, Adam Ferraro will be coming up in the next segment. And uh, we'll be happy to have him. Um, Just wrapping up the thing about the Dodgers. I just named ten guys that were drafted by them. And you could say like eight. Eight are people who really make a difference. Um, but then, of course, they made some trades. <clears throat> Austin Barnes 
was, you know, a guy the Marlins drafted, and he came in the, the D. Gordon trade. You think about that, Gordon, Danny Heron, Mel Rojas Jr. to Miami for Andrew Heaney, Kike Hernandez, Chris Hatcher. Heaney was flipped for Howie Kendrick. Uh, Barnes has become a steady backup catcher. Um, Dylan Floro was a guy with the Dodgers. I mean, it's it, they're a dangerous team when they can spend $300 million dollars on one guy and then pick your pocket on an undervalued guy like Dylan Floro. The Dodgers got Floro, Zach Neal, and international bonus money for the minor leaguers' names, James Marinan and Anuris Zabala, neither of whom has made it out of A-ball. By the way, Floro was originally drafted by the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, Rusdal Gratterall, He's with the Dodgers because <clears throat> the Red Sox didn't like his medicals. He was supposed to go to Boston in the Mookie Betts trade um, with the Twins in on it. But the deal was revised, and then they got him in a separate trade. They sent Kenta Maeda and prospect Jair Camargo and Cash to get Gratterall and Luke Rayleigh. And Gratterall has emerged as a really trusted guy this Season coming out of the pen, who throws 100 miles per hour. Um, I mentioned Kike Hernandez came in. This is a guy who the Marlins got him from the Astros in the deal that sent Jared Cozart to Miami for Jake Marisnik and Colin Moran. Um, the Chris Taylor trade, that's one that's been talked about the last few years because it was a one-for-one one with Zach Lee and the Mariners. Zach Lee never threw a pitch for Seattle. He got the AAA and then got cut. But obviously the guy just named Mookie Betts. That's the trade that's made all the difference. And it's still pretty insane to me that the Red Sox traded Mookie Betts as they did because this is a team with cash <clears throat> coming out of their kazoo. This wasn't a team like Oakland. Oh, we can't afford Miguel Tejada. We can't afford Jason Giambi and Josh Donaldson. This is the Red Sox. And not only was it the Red Sox, it was the Red Sox who had won a World Series. So that means multiple people in that front office, John Harry, Larry Lucchino, whoever you want, they sat down and they talked it out and they decided that they were better off without him. That is a real thing that happened in Boston. We're better without him. You say, Rick, it's just a salary dump. They didn't want to pay him. Okay, you're right. But they still had to say, that's better than paying him. And the Dodgers losses, any other team's game. And there was some back and forth, what's going to happen, what's going to happen. Oh, Betts went there with David Price, who opted out. Is David Price going to get a World Series ring if the Dodgers win? Is David Price regretting this? I don't know. Has anybody talked to David Price? He's probably playing Fortnite or yelling at Eckersley. But, you know, they had to pay with some prospects. Alex Verdugo, we'll never trade him. Jeter Downs, we won't trade him. Connor Wong. Uh, Boston, though, uh, they had to agree to pay half of what was remaining on Price's contract. And so what did Betts do? He had a monster season. Might win his second MVP, and the Dodgers locked him up. 
And so Mookie Betts was all over the place, on the bases, and in the field as well. Um, and then free agent signings. Uh, if you look at Joe Kelly, the old, if you can't beat him, sign him. Joe Kelly beat the Dodgers with the cards. You know, Kelly hit Hanley Ramirez with that pitch that broke his rib. And then again in the 2018 World Series with the Red Sox, beat L.A. again. <laughs> we all know his mm, face that he made uh, to um, <clears throat> Manny Machado. Jake McGee, one of three Dodgers to play for the Rays, uh, along with Kolarek and Floro. The Rockies cut him, and McGee instantly became a high leverage option with the Dodgers. And you know the the Rockies had to pay McGee the prorated portion of his salary. The Dodgers were only on the hook for the league minimum. That means that the Rockies are paying Jake McGee $9 million this year to pitch for the Dodgers. Ouch! And then, I'm not even mad at the A's for the Max Muncie thing. I actually sat down and interviewed Max Muncie at uh, FanFest. He was kind of a high pick out of Baylor. Never really got it done. And he got cut in spring training in 2017. And the story of us, he and his dad went to a high school in Texas and just started taking BP. And he was a minor league deal. They didn't care for him. They didn't care for him. And then everybody was getting hurt in 2018. And I mean, everybody was getting hurt. They called him up and he hasn't stopped hitting since. He's now a middle of the order fixture. And if you gave the Dodgers truth serum, they would tell you we had no expectations. It's better to be lucky than good. Well, they were lucky and good because they went out and gave A.J. Pollock $55 million for four years. That was the largest contract that Friedman had ever given out until the Betts deal. And that was an extension for a player already in the organization. But this is a guy they got, you know, former Notre Dame center fielder they got when the Diamondbacks let him go. Blake Trinan. Blake Trinan was an A's pick, traded to Washington, back to the A's as well. And he was so bad with the A's after that year that the A's non-tendered him. So I'll give Trinan credit for being a non-tendered guy signing a one-year $10 million deal. But then you just get goofy lucky. I mean, Justin Turner, a minor league deal when the Mets got rid of him. They non-tendered him seven years ago, and the Dodgers pounced. And since those seven years, he's hit 302. Alex Wood got a one-year $4 million deal. Remember, Alex Wood was with the, the Los Angeles at Dodgers. Then they shipped him to the Reds in the Puig deal. And then he had horrible back injuries, and they just got him back. <laughs> and then, you know, you got to, another way of getting players is the international free agents. Pedro Baez signed for only 200 grand. grand. Um, and uh, also um, Kelly Jansen. I mean, Kelly Jansen and Victor Gonzalez, the signing bonuses are unknown. And that's because... Uh, Kenley Jansen was 16 years old coming out of Curacao 16 years ago. And it's uh, pretty amazing what he's been able to do. And it's funny that he was a catcher. And you might, if you listen, watch the 2009 World Baseball Classic, you could see Kenley Jansen behind the plate. And then, of course, Julio Urias, who was a teenager in Mexico, and they gave him a million dollars. 
You know, it's nice to have cash and it's also good to get lucky as well. All right, we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, our buddy Adam Ferrara will be with us. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Listen up, sports bettors. This is Rick Tittle here to tell you about my favorite sports book, and that's BetUS. Football, basketball, and baseball are all back, and that means it's time to get down your bets. I only endorse one sports book, and that is BetUS.com. Why, you ask? Well, BetUS is the pioneer in online betting with more than 25 years in the biz. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, and you need to know that you're going to get paid. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, entertainment, and all kinds of crazy prop bets and futures. Call today at 1-800-MY-BET-US. That's 1-800-MY-BET-US. Or go to BetUS.com and fill out your information. It only takes a minute. And when you get to the How'd You Hear About Us box, type in Rick Tittle, and you get up to 150% in bonuses on your first deposit. Nobody in the industry gives bigger bonuses than BetUS. 25 years in the biz, best bonuses, betus.com or 800-MY-BETUS. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western.
Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now back to Fat Boy. Wow, that really hurts my feelings. Not really. But welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's great to uh, have Adam Ferrara back on the show again. He's been in studio uh, a few times. Stand-up comedian. And, of course, you've seen him on so many uh, television shows and um, uh, movies as well. I think probably best known for Rescue Me, Nurse Jackie, and and Top Gear. But uh, Adam's going to be uh, back in the uh, clubs, in fact, at uh, Helium in Indianapolis. He's going to have a uh, four-night gig starting on Thursday, November 5th. Adam, welcome back to the show, buddy. What, what's it like to finally get in a club again? Do you even remember how to get on a stage? Yeah, good to talk to you again, my friend. I hope everyone's well. Family's good. Everyone's happy and healthy. Everybody's doing okay so far. Hopefully you as well. And I would imagine that after doing like drive-in theaters and, and in the park and on, on rooftops, yeah. what, what yeah. is it now, like half capacity and whatever? Yeah, it's like uh, social distance stuff. Like I uh, I did a couple of drive-ins. That, they were pretty fun. But it was it was weird because the drive-in, I, I did one in San Diego, and there's, um, uh, they – they, if if they like a joke, they blink their lights and honk their horns. So it, it, it's like working oncoming traffic, Rick. But uh, but it was fun. It just felt good to swing the bat again. So I'm at the Mohican Sun Casino right now in Connecticut. Uh, then October 30th, I'm at Soul Joel's Amphitheater, which is outdoor gig um, in Pennsylvania. And then I'm going to be at Helium uh, the beginning of November. And uh, yeah, social distance, limited audience, but. And the thing that I'm really uh, recognized is everyone's just happy to be out, and everyone is just uh, there's been a, a, a surge of humanity. Everyone's looking out for each other, and uh, that's the one thing that I really uh, have enjoyed seeing. Soldiers, is that the one in Royersford? That's it, Royersford, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's funny. Some of these places, like you know, you hear about tiny cupboard or you know the stress factory parking lot people are you know the, whatever it takes right yeah i did a, i did a, a couple of uh, uh outdoor gigs uh there was uh you know some some clubs have a patio so yeah put them up at the patio and just uh and just uh, do whatever we can do plus i gotta leave the house every day to go for my save my marriage walk because i'm driving my wife today it's <laughs> she got taught rick she got tired of playing the game called honey is this funny so i had to get out of the house <laughs> Now, correct me if, my, uh, if I'm wrong, your, your wife is also in the business, right? Yeah, she's on my podcast with me as well. She, she used to be a, uh, she was a model, and she was an actor for, for a little while, and then she goes, I don't, have the, I don't want to do this anymore. I said, good, you're too good for these people. You stay home. So we started a <laughs> podcast, uh, and it's, uh, it's going really well. In fact, this week, if you're a Star Trek Deep Space Nine, uh, no, no, Star Trek Next Generation fan, uh, Data from Star Trek is my guest this week. Um, Ralph Macchio was last week. I've had Jay Leno, Nathan Lane, Kevin James, uh, sports fans, Joe Buck, um, Tony Kornheiser, and Michael Wilbon from PTI. Uh, music fans, that, um, who do I have? Uh, Richard Marks. A um, bunch of people have been on it. It's called the Adam for Our Podcast. 30 minutes, you'll never get back. You know, that's hilarious. I saw your tweet for the Ralph Macchio one, and it's interesting, yeah. as popular as that Cobra Kai show is now, um, to know that it was originally put on YouTube and you know, mm -hmm. nobody wanted it at first. And I've had Brett Ernst in the studio a couple times and I know he, he's part of it. It's just, it's amazing what, with all these outlets and all the ways to get things out there are still 
gun shy to take a chance on something which looks like a no brainer. Yeah, it's it, it's well, it's like it, it's uh, in the business now. Everything's called an IP, an independent property, because whoever's got a green light something has to protect their job. Like, well, well, it was this before. How could we not do it? You know, no one, no one has any vision. Everyone's in the prevent defense. But Absolutely. I was doing a, I, I was doing a, a movie with Ralph uh, right before, um, right before he started production on Cobra Kai. So he told me the, the whole story. You know, you, you're on a, you know, you're on a set. You become, you become close. You talk about stuff. And he said it was time for it to be revisited and reimagined. And I think they did a really great job and. Uh, the Ralph episode was one of my favorites just because I, I haven't seen him in a while. So it was like two old friends catching up. And he told me a great story about my cousin Vinny. So they had Pesci had the role first, and then Ralph got the role. And um, then they had to pick uh, the judge. And Fred Gwynn, as you know, played the judge. So, so Ralph goes to Pesci. goes, I think Fred would be great. And Pesci's like, nah, people be looking at Herman Munster. That's all they're going to see. And Ralph said, I'm the karate kid, and you're a gangster. We all need this movie. So they ended up picking Fred to do it. Yeah. Well, I think that when we saw that movie, which is a classic now, I think we all went, oh, my gosh, it's Herman Munster. But then we heard the delivery. Did you say Utes, Mr. Gallo? Yeah, I mean, Utes. yeah, yeah. He, he automatically this, but... stopped being Herman Munster. Yeah, he just it, it all it all went away. It's like uh, it, when you see guys that are known for it's like well, I was talking to Brent Spiner. On this week's episode, you know, he's Data. So everyone knows him as Data. But he was also the, um, the scientist in Independence Day. Um, and he's like, yeah, okay, I'm Data, fine. And he was t- telling me about uh, Patrick Stewart. Um, and there's a great documentary called The Captains, if you're a Star Trek fan. William Shatner did it. And he spoke to all the captains of all the Enterprises. And one thing uh, that really struck me was when Shatner was talking to Patrick Stewart, they both got to the point where they were resisting you know, being known for being the captain, you know, Kirk and Picard. And then, then you could see in the conversation where he just went, yeah, I'm Kirk. And he's like, yeah, and I'm Picard. And that acceptance was really cool to see in that documentary. So if you're a star, if you're a Trekkie, I highly recommend it. Very cool. We're speaking with Adam Ferraro, be it uh, Helium in uh, Indy coming up on the uh, 5th. Um, when I talked to uh, a lot of uh, actors or actresses who were big in the 70s, I always say, mm-hmm. You know, did you did you ever do a love boat? And the thing I love about you is that even though you're my age, even though you're my age, you did do a love boat. But that was what they what they call it, the second wave or whatever. Yeah, they okay. So I move out to L.A. Right, I get my I got a couple of TV gigs, and uh, I was still doing stand up. And they had this thing. I think it was on, I don't know, CW. Or something it was called the uh, the love boat, the next wave. Mm. Um, okay, so I get the uh, they offered me a part. Uh, I, my agent calls me up and says, they're offering you a part. I go, take it. They're like, uh, nah, we don't want you doing a love boat. I'm going, it counts towards my insurance and I need dental. I got to get my, t- my cavity fixed. Take the gig. <laughs> so I took the gig. Right? I was a kid. I had no money. So I took the gig and Robert Urich, remember, uh, was on, uh, was, uh, the captain on that, on that. And I was, I was a kid and my aunt Mona was the hairdresser on Spencer for hire. So, you know, I had one scene, I think where I, I, I forget now if I even had a scene, but I ran into Robert. And I said, uh, Mr. Yurick, it was nice to meet you. Um, my, uh, my aunt is Mona. She was your hairdresser on Spencer for Hire. And he was such a gentleman. He's like, ah, yes, a uh, lovely woman. She's a little eccentric. I said, oh, you're being a gentleman, sir. We think she's out of a friggin' mind. And he started laughing. Uh, but, yeah, that was a, yeah, it was, it was the love boat, you know? 
<laughs> what are you going to do? You know, it's funny when um, I was talking, this was years ago, I had uh, Titus Welliver on the show. You know him, yeah, the yeah. guy that yeah, plays Bosch. And I, I asked him about his appearance on 90210 when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And he said that was the only time his dad called him and said, look, if you need money, I'll mail it to you. <laughs> And I was like, didn't he know that was the number one show on TV? So did you ever have yeah. something you did where your family was like, look, if you need money, we'll mail it to you? My father went the other way. When I first started in New York, I got offered an Olive Garden commercial. Right? So I'm home. I get the call. And I was a kid. And uh, I'm walking around. And my father goes, what's the matter with you? I said, they offered me an Olive Garden commercial. And, you know, it's a national commercial. And uh, I said, I'm Pop, you know, I'm an artist. I don't want a panda. I'm an artist. My father said, you want to be an artist? Go rent a loft and be misunderstood. You got to eat. How much does this <laughs> thing pay? And then, then he said something I never forgot. He goes, come on, it's the Olive Garden. It's not like it's a real Italian restaurant. No self-respecting Italian restaurant is going to have a window that big so people can drive by and aim. It's so funny. Uh, when my... Uh brother went on business one time to wichita you know he's from california this guy said hey uh want to go to um a good old-fashioned italian restaurant and he thought it would be something that had been in wichita for a hundred years like tagliani's or something and he took him to the olive garden stop it (laughs) yeah it's not that they're not catering to italian all the salad you want salad that's not an enticement it's a punishment i know i've been to italy i I don't remember I don't remember okay. never-ending soft breadsticks in Italy. Yeah, there was none of that. There was you want meat, cheese, and pasta. That's what you want in a loud setting. So, how as we wrap it up here, Adam? How mm-hmm. hard is it for you to, you know, as you said, your wife sitting there working on your sets, and because I mean, you you got to get in front of people and work this stuff out to see what hits. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not. It's it's people are. You know, we, I think people, we're all kind of, there's, there's a feeling, Rick, like we're all in this together. So, you know, you, you could open up. You know, I, I open up with a story about, because uh, it really happened. I burped in my mask the other day. And that's something I never experienced before because I, ha- I had a tuna fish sandwich for lunch. And it was, it was terrible. I couldn't take the mask off because I, I was in the supermarket. So my eyes were drying up. It felt like someone slapped me in the eyes with a dead fish. And... <laughs> I'm sitting there trying to get the fluid back in my eyes, and I'm blinking like a geisha. <laughs> and I just told the story, and I didn't know that it was going to get some laughs. I just went up and started talking. And the, the point of what I'm telling you is, yeah, you have to work out the material, but there's, there's an energy now when people gather that of just, how are you doing? You know, there's, there's, it's like a level playing field. Like they're just happy to interact with people, so there's a little you get a little more license to find the funny, and I think people are just more uh, we're comforted that we're all together. If that makes any sense to you, no, it's very cool. And for those of you listening near the uh, the hub city, make sure to get over to the Helium Comedy Club. Go to heliumcomedy.com. It'll be November fifth. That's a Thursday. He'll have one show that night, a couple on Friday, and then two shows on November seventh as well. Adam, it's good to hear your voice, man. Uh, I'm glad you're doing well, and hopefully when and if this all gets over, we'll have you back in studio in San Francisco. I'll look, to it. I'll look forward to it, my friend. Uh, be well. Best to you and your family, and thanks for having me on. All right. Thank you, buddy. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Pilot.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 Four two six twenty three zero one. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Hey, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the uh, show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast. Funny, I every once in a while, <clears throat> and it used to be a lot more when I was doing the A's, but I'll 
Somebody will send, I usually don't see it, but somebody will send me, and it's like the people are having a discussion about you, and I was like, okay, I'd rather not look. But, um, and it's always funny when people say, well, Tittle's making a million dollars. I'm like, what? I wish. I didn't even get paid on time. My pittance. But, I, it's all the things I've been described as, a horse's ass? No, I mean job-wise. Like been described as a DJ, which I think is funny. I'm a DJ, but <laughs> this one's good. It says internet podcaster. So if it said internet broadcaster, that ain't right. Or if it said podcaster, that ain't right. But I like the combination. Internet podcaster. Do you know who's an internet podcaster? Every high school sophomore <laughs> is an internet podcaster. But I think my favorite, though, is DJ. <clears throat> you're on the radio? Yeah. You're a DJ? Yeah, I'm spinning a lot of records. But I think my favorite misnomer of all time was reporting to Raider Camp in Napa. I actually still have the daily sticker pass on my wall in my office. Well, actually, no, I don't. That office I had to get rid of. It's gone now. But anyway, uh, it said uh, I went to Raider Camp and I said, yeah, I'm going to get my credential. And they said, oh, all the credentials are in Alameda. And I go, we can give you a temporary day pass. And I go, okay. So they're printing up a sticker and they go, who are you with? I go, sports byline. And the kid goes, what is it? I go, sports byline. He goes, okay, and he was too embarrassed to ask how to spell it or whatever. And I got my sticker, and it said Rick Tittle Sports Pylon, P-Y-L-O-N. The only thing that comes close is when USF was hosting this college Golden Gloves, and they asked me to come, and I went, and they gave me a courtside or ringside seat, I should say, which was nice, but my name tag said Rick Tittle Sports by the Line. Four words, sports by the line. So we will take a break by the line, a little news break, and we'll come back and we have another hour. John Hirschbeck, Major League Umpire, Allison Baver, Olympic medalist. Come on back. Radio News with Lance Pry. All 12 Republican members of the Senate Judiciary Committee voted to approve Judge Amy Coney Barrett's Supreme Court nomination Thursday. Next is the full Senate confirmation vote on Monday, the final process for ACB to become a member of the United States Supreme Court. Democrats were told by Democrat Minority Leader Chuck Schumer to boycott the hearing, leaving no one to oppose the nomination. Schumer was hoping to prevent the committee from establishing a quorum. The boycott was unsuccessful at stalling the federal judge's confirmation to the high court. 
The Hunter Biden laptop with scandalous emails enlightening Americans to the Biden's business dealings with communist China, the Ukraine, Russia, and more have been validated by another source. Former business partner of Hunter Biden confirms the emails are authentic. Lieutenant Tony Bobolinsky says, quote, I don't have a political axe to grind. I just saw behind the Biden curtain and I grew with concern with what I saw, end quote. USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. You guys, your customer service and everything, you guys are great. And the commercials talk about it, but I don't know if it really gives it true justice. People need to know this is maybe the most amazing product I've ever tried. It's so pure. It tastes so good. I'm just blown away by it. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA. You've heard me talking about my pillow for three years, folks. It's the truth. I get the best sleep of my life with a my pillow. You can do it too. 60 day money back guarantee, 10 year warranty made in the USA. You'll sleep well or you'll get your money back. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special, use my promo code USA. Get two MyPillow premium pillows for the price of one or call 1 800 951 8175. Get the best sleep of your life and do it now. The final presidential debate will be tonight in Nashville. The big question, since mainstream media is ignoring the story, will President Trump bring up the Hunter Biden laptop and its scandalous emails? White House Communications Director Alyssa Farah tells Fox News, yes. I do think we are going to, whether it's asked or he has the opportunity to bring it up, he's going to get into this issue of Hunter Biden. The American people need to know if the Biden family in any way is beholden to China. I mean, this is our biggest geopolitical adversary. And the fact that most of the mainstream media is just refusing to cover this story is gravely concerning, but the president's willing to bring it up himself if necessary. The Tampa Bay Rays, Los Angeles Dodgers World Series Game 3 is Friday at Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas. The first World Series neutral site since World War II. The series is tied at one apiece after Brandon Lowe hit two opposite field home runs in the Rays' 6-4 win Wednesday. USA Radio News. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. NASA, our National Space Agency, has an exciting new discovery about the moon Monday. It comes from the Stratospheric Observatory for Infrared Astronomy. It's the world's largest airborne observatory. It's actually a Boeing 747 SP plane with a hole cut in it. It's modified to carry the massive telescope. The Stratosphere Observatory can rise above 99% of the atmosphere that blocks infrared wavelengths, allowing it to study the infrared universe. We'll find out more about the discovery on Monday, but NASA makes it clear it will have some bearing on the Artemis program, the plan to send humans back to the moon in 2024. NASCAR goes roaring back into Texas Motor Speedway Sunday. Chase Elliott has his thoughts. We just have to improve in certain areas, and I think inconsistency has been a, been a problem. Um, we, want to, we want to be able to win races, but we want to be able to win races everywhere. And I think there's been certain tracks over the years that have stood out consistently year after year that have kept us uh, from having good runs in places that we kind of go, oh, you know, 
not the most excited about going to. And, and that's just not, you just can't have that. You know, the people who, the people who win all the time, the people that are champions, the people that contend every week don't have bad racetracks and they, they have an opportunity to win every single week. And we all know that it's not something that's out of the realm of possibility. If you want to be a top dog in the steel, you got to be able to win every week. And that's just the way it, that's the way it's been. And uh, I don't see that changing. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Give her that. What is going on? 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. 1-800-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah. We are here to talk sports with you. Is it really 1-800-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah? Eh, maybe a little bit. We are here to talk sports with you. And uh, this is why I want to know what you have to think about everything. But uh, <clears throat> John Hirschbeck's going to join us. And uh, we'll talk about a uh, baseball auction he has. Where he's had uh, a lot of controversies in his career. You might remember uh, the horrible deal with Roberto Alomar, where Alomar apparently uh, spit in his face. Lip readers said that Hirschback called Alomar a word that begins with F and rhymes with faggot. Tense situation. And um, uh, I don't know. We can get into that. We can get into the fact that uh, the lawsuit with Major League umpires uh, after the attempt to discipline Hirschbeck, who was the union's head, and then he had personal threats made against him and <laughs> got into it with Bryce Harper and gotten into it with uh, a lot of guys over the years. And uh, this is why it's... Uh, Great to have him on. I mean, this guy has done three All-Star games. He's done World Series five times. He's one of the most well-known umpires. Think about games, and it's usually those crew chiefs that we do know. And John Hurst one of those all the time. We'll get into uh, that and the auction that he's got coming up for a good cause. Uh, also, your calls at one eight hundred eight seven eight play. Coast 
Coast, 1-800-878-7529. Olympic speed skater Allison Daver will join us a little bit later as well. Shout out to Brad Mintman for listening to American Forces Radio Network in 177 countries. You're doing a great job. Hope you stay safe. You come home soon. We're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, and the Twitter It's at Rick. So I have John Hirschbeck on the other side. Come on back. Hey, what do you want to da da da? I don't know. What do y'all think we should da da da? Well, what did we da yesterday? Hmm, yesterday. All oh, the dolls feel like the same doll these dolls. I know. Like, is today Monday or Tuesday? Today is Thursday. Oh no, I forgot to call my mom on her birthday. Oh no! No! These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. That won't change. Not to die or any die. Quote to die at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Cleanings, checkups, and cavities? Have Dr. Chang's dental practice at capacity. Patient in room one is getting a root canal. The x-rays in room two are going to have to wait. We're down to one hygienist. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius.
All right, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show John Hirschbeck, who is a major league umpire for more than 30 years, and he's here to talk about an auction called The Magic of Baseball Auction. It is available from the collectibleexchange.com, and that's exchange without the E, collectible, capital exchange.com, which is benefiting uh, the Magic of Michael Foundation, which benefits uh, John's late son. John, we'll get to that in a second. It's amazing to me that you were able to last more than 30 years with all of the abuse that, <laughs> that you took. Do you still have nightmares of people calling you a son of whatever in your dreams? I, you know what? That's the question people always ask. And you know, Rick, it, it's, um, it wasn't like that. You know, like anything you do in life, when you when you care, you hustle, you're on time, you work hard. Um, people respect that, and they did in in baseball. They did in umpiring. You know, when when you walked on the field, uh, Joe Torre told me once. You know, off the field, he said, "We always knew that you know we were going to get a fair shake. The game was going to be fair, no matter who was there, who was up." And um, and then also, if they know that you're not going to take anything from them, like you're there to do your job. I'd rather walk in, be unnoticed, do a good job, and walk out. Um, they don't bother you. And, and for the most part, especially my second, my last 17 years as a crew chief, they didn't really bother us too much or my crew. I remember when I worked uh, the Bash Brother years uh, for the A's when I was working in TV. And this is, of course, before you know we had AL umpires and NL umpires. But John right. Shulock and Larusa, they just like openly hated each other. And, and if you were an A's fan and you knew Shulock was behind the plate, that Stewart wasn't going to get the calls. And I think, you know, maybe the, the media made a little bit too much of that. But was there one guy, one skipper that you just thought, oh, man, this, this turkey, I got to work with him today? Um, you know, I, I go back to the days of um, Billy Martin and Earl Weaver, and those guys were really unpredictable. Weaver, I, I had to run a couple times. Billy never really bothered me. Um, Sparky was the master, Sparky Anderson. I mean, and I, I really, as a person, loved him. But kind of a funny story, he wanted to ask me about a pitch once, and um, he, he knew my family, and he came out between innings, and he said, John, let me just ask you, how's Denise doing? I said, she's good. And he goes, how about Michael and the girls? How are they doing? I said, oh, they're all doing great, Sparky. Thanks for asking. He goes, oh, that 2-2 that, uh, pitch on so-and-so last inning, was that outside? And, you know, it's like, how can you say anything after he just gets done asking you how your family's doing, you know? But um, a great guy. He often would call my house because he knew Michael. Um, and I'd pick up the phone on the old hard line, and, I, and he'd say, John, it's Sparky Anderson. How you doing? I go, good, Sparky. How are you? He goes, okay, good. I'm, I'm fine. Let me talk to Denise. And then he talked to my wife for a half hour. So I was just, I was just there, you know. <laughs> now, it's very diplomatic. Um, and of course, over the years, we've had some umpires like, you know, Ron Luciano, who was, you know, high-fiving Sal Bando and, and uh, writing a great book. And I had Ken Kaiser on the show after his book. But then I think about Doug Harvey, who I remember he told Roy, Roy Firestone that after Gibson hit that home run in 88, that he brushed off home plate and he had no reaction. He goes, I'm not a fan of the game. I'm here to call the game. So how, what end of the spectrum were you from? the Ron Luciano doing almost like, you know, Frank Drebin calls to Doug Harvey, like, I'm here to do a job. I was there to do a job. Um, 
I look back, and whether it was Mariano's all-time save record or working the no-hitter for Roy Halladay in the playoffs or my World Series, people that are there can enjoy it at the time. Um, I was there to do my job, and um, you know, maybe after the 16 World Series and I retired, my wife and the girls had a great time, and it wasn't until I was up in a tree a week later bow hunting that you sit back and you go, boy, that was really great to have the opportunity to work to do that. So, like I said, I just wanted to get in and get out, do my job, do it well, and um, just be respected. More questions for John Hirschbeck, and we'll talk about the auction next. But I, I always wondered, and I don't know if this is just umpire speak, but I saw the audio with, with Tom Hallian and, and Terry Collins, and, and he kept saying, you know, Terry, Terry, if I do that, my ass is in the jackpot. What? <laughs> is that just Hallian? Or I never heard that term. Is that an umpire turn about my ass being in the jackpot? Well, I think the, the argument you're referring to was something, um, it was a new protocol that MLB wanted, um, advising us to do something. And it, it went against like the old, uh, the way things were all always done. And so he was doing what he was supposed to be doing by the book. And, um, that's what he was referring to by saying, if I didn't do it, my ass would be in the jackpot. Gotcha. All right. Let's talk about this auction because, you know, obviously you, you have endless stories, but you also have endless memorabilia. And I know you're doing this in conjunction with uh, Bobby Valentine as well. But, I mean, you're going back to baseball signed by presidents from Carter all the way up and game used gear and some of the games that you mentioned uh what what are some of the pieces that that really stand out to you well first let me just mention the the auction site because we are doing it with bobby valentine now his, his is for sacred heart university ours is uh if you go to the magic of baseball then you'll see john hirschbeck magic of michael and the magic of michael started um after michael passed away friends wanted to just remember him and do something in his honor and it went from a golf tournament to becoming a full-blown dinner and uh, raising a lot of money. We hooked up with Akron Children's Hospital, and we work in Northeast Ohio, not just in our community, but all over Northeast Ohio, to help um, children that are inner city, under underprivileged, um, and especially children with disabilities that are, that are sick and have disabilities. And we've done everything from build uh, wheelchair ramps to uh, bathrooms for handicapped people companion dogs, as long as, as well as after-school programs um, for children. So um, the Magic of Michael's come a long way in just four short years, five years. Um, I'm always thinking, I'm trying to think of ways that, <laughs> excuse me, we can make more money. And I kind of thought, well, Michael's gone. I have two daughters, and what am I going to do with all this stuff that's downstairs? And I thought, you know, if it could help one child, and it'll probably help many, many, many over the years, if it's a success, um, the magical Michael will hopefully go on forever. And that's the thing. You obviously, I mean, your family has had some tragedy, and and you personally have been through a lot with the with the cancer and everything. Does is this when you look at all this stuff and you look back at thirty years, as you said, you were you know at the present time living in the moment as doing a job. But when you look back now. Um, is, is there one or two pieces that are, that are, that are poignant to you that, that maybe you, you just can't give up to the auction and you got to hold on to it? Absolutely. There, of the 100%, there's probably 1% to 2% that we did hang on to because they were special to our family, 
um, different things that we all did together. Um, my plate shirt from the 13 All-Star game in New York. Um, you know, Michael died that next year, and we were all there in New York and just had a great time. Um, so there's some family things, some things that always hung in Michael's bedroom that were really special to him. But um, 98% of the things, I just thought, you know, I don't really – I don't have any use for these. I'm, I'm not going to go downstairs and, you know, sit and look at the walls and all those things are in my memory. They're in my mind. And, and, um, that's all I need. Like I said, if it was going to anything else, no, I wouldn't do it. But for the cause to me and, and my wife, Denise, it's worth it. The magic of Michael foundation, go to collectibleexchange.com. You will not believe all the amazing pieces of memorabilia you can find there. And speaking with John Hirschbeck, John, thanks for your time, man, and uh, would love to talk baseball again with you uh, someday very Thank soon. Thank you. And if, if I could just tell your listeners, if they want to know more about it, go to magicofmichael.com. You can also get on the website to bid from that, but at least they'll see pictures and articles about us and understand you know, what it is we're trying to do. So thank Magicofmichael.com. Got it. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Okay. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on the other side. Allison Baver will join us. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. 
is addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces. Speaking of American, we have an Olympic bronze medalist with us for our good old U.S. of A. It is the short track speed skater, Allison Baver, who brought home that medal in Vancouver. And Allison's here to talk about a brand new production company that she has formed, which uh, focuses on developing, financing, and creating television and motion picture projects. Allison, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. You, This production company you have not only is going to help make these um, projects, but it's about um, special interest in a way as well. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about it, please? Yeah, first of all, hey, Rick, thanks so much for having me on today. Hello, everyone. I, you know, it's been an awesome transition, you know, from go, going from the world of sports into television and my, my Olympic career and traveling the world as a, as a female Olympic athlete representing the U.S. on the world stage for, for most of my life, all my life, is, has really brought me to acting as well as helping to tell more, you know, female-driven stories. So we're all about moving the needle, but it's been very much inspired by my experience as, as, as an Olympic athlete. So thanks for having, having me on. Sure. And this is not, like, you're not in Santa Monica. You're doing this all out of uh, Salt Lake, right? Uh, I'm actually in I'm actually in California right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> my, 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 Olympic, <laughs> my, um, my Olympic career was I, I I trained in Salt Lake City, Utah for the 2000 and uh, 2000 couple Olympics. I don't even I'm, I lost track now. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I'm in now I'm in Los Angeles and we're super focused on 
I'm actually here. I just acted in two films uh, myself, and we're moving forward with a lot of our projects despite the pandemic. So it's been it's been a it's been a really amazing transition. You see a lot of um, you know male professional athletes like LeBron James, and I saw uh, uh, Tom Brady. You know, has been doing some cool stuff in entertainment uh, with Michael Strahan there, but. Um, we thought that women needed a little bit better of a voice, uh, not just only in sports, but in, in entertainment as well. So uh, my, I started out as, um, you know, a, a sports personality a little bit and discovered my talents as an actress, and um, led, which is what led to uh, the projects in the suite that we have right now. So. And that's mm-hmm. the thing I admire, too is that yeah you had a you know a modicum of of fame and obviously you're very good looking but that doesn't mean you can act so for you to really work on that how hard was it for you to become an accomplished actress well thank you for asking um for my entire olympic career i felt like um, probably part of the reason why i signed with Wilhelmina models new york and did the things that i did was because you're in a little bit of a character, you know, when you're on the playing field. You, when the eye of the tiger switches on, you're, you know, the person, the personality that I am, you know, when I'm on the ice is very different, you know, than what I am normally, you know, during, you know, my, my regular girly personality. So I always felt as a female in sports that, you know, you're, you're put in a box a little bit. Historically, you know, as you know, women aren't supposed to sweat or wear makeup or anything like that. I remember my coach asking why I was wearing makeup <laughs> to practice. <laughs> and, uh. um, you know, it's part of your personality. It's, it's who you are. But when you're doing certain things, you know, you're supposed to look a certain way, dress a certain way. All these personality traits and things very much resonate as an actress in playing certain characters and stuff. But... I was always, uh, once I retired from Olympic sports and started doing more sports personality work as a natural transition, you know, as an athlete, doing things on camera, as a, you're doing things as, I was doing things as Olympic speed speeder, Allison. And I had always done that. And that sort of came first, you know, that, that element of my personality. And then when I retired, I realized that, um, you know, a lot of the training that I did, a lot of the emotional training that I did to elevate my performance was to suppress emotions. And in acting, it's the complete opposite. It's to embrace it. And I'd always told my mother, I said, yeah, I don't, I always wanted to act, but I always thought that I couldn't because I didn't know how to cry. And I think that was just a part of my fierce competitor personality kind of coming out. And, um, once I read my first script, a talent agency that I was uh, thinking about signing with, they said, can you act? I said, I, I don't think so because I can't cry. But, you know, sure, I could read the script. And I started crying right away when I started to tap into and embrace that character. And that's sort of what really made me realize that my potentials as talent were beyond sports and I started going to some private acting classes uh, to learn how to change emotions line by line and just actually appeared in the film 
um, the two films that I just acted in, I had to cry both times. <laughs> so I, was, I was like, oh, you know, that's funny how that works. <laughs> you know, yeah. don't give well, me the easy roles, the action ones or whatever. You know, the ones that I would really, you know, the sporty ones, give me the ones that I have to cry. Thanks. Right. <laughs> Um, that's funny. We just have a couple of minutes left here. The, the, the thing I admire about an athlete like you is that a lot of times I think female athletes are like that. And I don't just mean tomboys, but I mean world-class athletes like you, you have to remain that toughness. And I like the fact that you still, I remember you had the eyeliner going, like you retained your femininity. It's like, there's nothing wrong with being a fierce competitor, <laughs> you know, and Thank being, you. I call that my I mean. war paint. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked. <laughs> I was like, when I would put on my makeup right before going out to like a World Cup or big event, you know, big a final or something like that, I would turn on some like, you know, little Wayne drop the world music or something crazy and put on my makeup. And I really did think of it was, it was, that was my cue for me that I was uh, ready to perform. Kind of like, you know, when a football player puts the black stuff under their eyes, you know? Right, it's I like, black. Okay, now it's go. Now it's go time. <laughs> <laughs> well, for people who want to know, because I say you're so multifaceted with your your fashion and everything else you got going on, you have so many employees. Well, how can people find out more about this? Um, well, you know, because of the pandemic, we have been uh, we have been uh, you know a lot of the projects that were expected to be announced, we were not able to announce those. So um, as we move forward with um, the premiere dates and things like that, um, we will be announcing everything. We just had to put things on a little bit of a pause. But um, we've been very uh, fortunate enough to continue our operations and to continue those things and, and save those projects. So that's been great. But um, we'll definitely be making announcements as we go. And uh, for the most part, though, um, you know, today we're, uh, you know, we're just working step by step on getting through the pandemic like everyone <laughs> and, um, just, uh, you know, keeping focused and keeping the eye, the eye on, on the goal. But right now, um, one of our bigger projects, um, we're looking at a Q3, a Q2 premiere date. We had a, a, a deal or two in place to, for our projects to actually be, actually on air already so we're uh we're working hard on renegotiating those and getting everything back on track for a successful 2021 <laughs> yes we we would all, we would all like that yeah, we would all like that as well and i would uh, <laughs> remind everyone to check out allisonbaver.com it's allison with two l's and b-a-v-e-r allisonbaver.com Hey, it's yeah. great to have you on, Allison. Congratulations Thanks, on everything guys. you got going on. If, and if you're ever in San Francisco awesome. and we get through this pandemic, come on into the studios. We'd love to have you. Totally. I'd love to see that. Thank you so much. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. And as Seinfeld said, a bronze medal is better than a silver. Because if it's a silver, oh, you just missed out on gold. But if it's a bronze, you got an Olympic medal, baby. That's right. AllisonBaver.com. Check it out. All right, the uh, lines are available. We have another segment. It's a nice, long, meaty segment, and uh, it's uh, wide open. So feel free to get in with your sporting question, comment, or concern. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back, y'all.
your home service business is not at the top of Google Maps, winningreviews.com is here to help. You need to be careful when working on your Google My Business profile, which is what shows up on Google Maps. One mistake, and you'll be on page two. Winningreviews.com offers a workshop to teach you how to get to the top of Google Maps. Don't let your competition have that top spot. Check out winningreviews.com and get to the top of Google Maps. Go to winningreviews.com. That's winningreviews.com. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey! A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy! Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky! You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra-low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty! It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy! Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty! I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl- flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. Tittle is a majestic stallion. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast. Got an email, uh, rick at sportsbuyin.com, from Robert. 
said, hello, Rick, you were talking football on the air and your travels to Germany, England to watch Team USA matches. Have you seen top finish player Yari Littmanen? He had a big career at Ajax Amsterdam in the 90s. Followed coach trader Louis Van Hall to Barca and Liverpool, in my opinion. His best times were with Ajax. By the way, Finland qualified for the very first time to a ranked international tournament. They will be in the next Euro tournament. Take care, Robert. Yes, thank you for that. I remember Yari Littmanen very well. And you're very right, too, about Finland. It is much more of a uh, hockey uh, <clears throat> country. There is no doubt. But uh, thank you for that. Yes. Um, I go way back with the Saka. Yari Litmanen. Kind of a slight guy. You wouldn't expect much out of him, but a very good fox-in-the-box type of striker. Um, let's talk a little American football here. And that is the Ravens have made a trade today. Remember, we were talking about potential trades. Well, I didn't see this one coming because the Vikings have sent Yannick Ngakwe to Baltimore, uh, according to Adam Schefter, for a third-round pick in the next draft and a conditional fifth in 2022. Um, Albert Breer of SI says conditional, meaning it'll become a fourth if Ngakwe makes the Pro Bowl on the first ballot. In other words, not as an alternate. <clears throat> But here's the thing. The Vikings just got this guy from the Jags a few months ago for a second-round pick and a conditional fifth. So he leaves Minnesota with five sacks in six games, seven quarterback hits. But the Vikings are one in five, and so that second-round pick is going to be in the mid-30s. The five-and-one Ravens' third-round pick is going to be in the low-90s. That means those five sacks have cost the Vikings about 55 slots in the draft. 55 players. So the Ravens, who are on a bye, Ngakwe can go undergo the COVID-19 testing, and then he could make his debut in that massively important game that they'll play against Pittsburgh, which was supposed to be Week 7, but that was moved to accommodate the Steelers-Titan matchup. But you think about the front in Baltimore, that includes Calais Campbell, Matthew Judon, Derek Wolfe, Hermel McPhee. The Ravens already have the third highest pressure rate, um, according to Pro Football Reference, 29.2. They have the league-high quarterback knockdown rate, 12.1. So this guy will help juice those numbers even further. And Minnesota <clears throat> presumably will struggle a lot more now to keep opposing passers from getting to them because he was their best edge rusher. And Daniel Hunter is going to be out. Danielle. Daniel Hunter is going to be out uh, a while longer. So <clears throat> that, if you're a Vikings fan, this is a classic white flag now, I say you don't want that to happen before Halloween, but it has happened in Minnesota. 1-800-878-PLAY. Um, I was also looking, somebody was telling me, like, Joe Burrow's Rookie of the Year, right? And I was like, wait, 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 hold on. I, I got to take a look at this. Because I was thinking about Justin Jefferson with the Vikings, and they had training wheels on him for a while, but they've really opened it up in the last few games, and he's had three 100-yard receiving games. And in fact, that game against the Falcons on Sunday, 
nine catches, 166 yards, and two touchdowns. And in the draft, when they were talking about wide receivers, you know, it was C.D. Lamb, and it was Henry Ruggs, and it was, you know, a lot of these other guys, T. Higgins. When it came to Jefferson, you know, he was a guy, oh, yeah, he's a good player out of LSU, and there's him, too. So, look, he was the 22nd overall pick. He is not an afterthought. But he was not in those top five wide receivers. And he's showing right now that he should be. Although C.D. Lamb, even though the Cowboys were a mess, he's playing very well. Um, he's averaging five catches a game, and they really trust him. So he's right up there. But is Joe Burrow right now the rookie of the year? Well, the defense has put Joe Burrow in a position where he can hit guys like T. Higgins, who I just mentioned, A.J. Green when he's healthy, Tyler Boyd. The issue is is that the run game is not balancing it out. They gave Joe Mixon a lot of money, but he's banged up. And so <clears throat> running backs are not getting it done. But look at Justin Herbert. The Chargers were on a bye week, but there's not much of a difference, you'd probably say, between what Burrow and Herbert are doing right now. And Burrow has played two fewer games. So I can't just look at Joe Burrow and say, oh, he's the rookie of the year, when Justin Herbert's doing the same thing. And then if you want to dive a little bit further, you can say, all right, well, uh, what happened with Chase Young? Well, Chase Young has yet to record a sack since coming back from injury two weeks ago. He's still making plays at the line of scrimmage, but he's fallen off that pace when it comes to the rookie sack record, which was, by the way, Javon Kirst, the freak in 99. On the season, he has two and a half sacks. It's not like he's not showing up. But remember, with uh, Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack barely had a sack as his first year as he was getting keyed on. Uh, Tristan's verse with um, the Buccaneers has been um, fantastic. Now, he did struggle against the aforementioned Mack and the Bears. But um, Tom Brady kind of let his offensive line <laughs> know about it. But this guy does not get any flags, and he's he's playing well. If you're looking for steals right now, Michael Onwenu has been an absolute rock when New England has called on him. And this was a guy who um, was a six-round pick from Michigan. He has started at left guard, right guard, right tackle, and he's done well each and every week. But other big names, I mean, Clyde's Edwards-Hilaire, Monday night was kind of a remember me type of game from him. He went for 161 yards and four touchdowns or four passes, I should say, in that uh, game against the Bills. Um, he's playing really well. Uh, Patrick Queen, guy that I liked in the draft. I thought he was a little bit skinny. Um, the stat sheet maybe doesn't pop up for him, but uh, playing well for the Ravens in the middle. Chase Claypool, another wide receiver in the draft that the Steelers got, and he's kind of risen up as well. Um, and then, you know, the thing, great thing about T. Higgins, as I mentioned, out of um, Clemson and now with Cincinnati, that's going to be Joe Burrow's go-to guy. You know, you think about um, some of the great, you know, Joe Montana to Jerry Rice and uh, Harrison, Marlon, uh, Marvin Harrison and, um, Peyton Manning, you, these guys have these, I think T Higgins and Joe Burrow are going to have that type of, uh, 
relationship as they go through their careers if they can stay healthy. Um, if you look at why the Bears are five and one, one of the keys is their corner, Jalen Johnson. And to me, I think, you know, obviously the hardest um, position to prognosticate is, is quarterback at sometimes, but I never like the fatties when it comes to uh, drafting these big, huge defensive linemen. It's so hard to figure out, but these corners with, um, you know, it's so hard to think about which corner is going to work out and which is not. I mean, the Raiders spent a first round pick on Darren Arnett. Who's like 26 and says he hates football, kind of. But right now, the best rookie cornerback in the NFL is Jalen Johnson. And he was a second-round pick. He was 50 overall. Quarterbacks have thrown his way 45 times, and they have an 82 passer rating. And he's third in the NFL with nine pass breakups. No other work rookie has more than four. Um, so the Bears will definitely uh, take those stats. Um, and then Antoine Winfield Jr. with the Bucks. He came very close to intercepting Aaron Rodgers, just as his father did 11 years ago. He was in the right position, but the ball squirted out of his hands. And it would have been the first time in NFL history that a father and a son intercepted a pass from the same quarterback. That would have been really cool had that uh, gone down. And then one more guy I would probably mention is Kevin Dotson, the guard for the Steelers. And um, when his opportunities have been in, Roethlisberger's raved about him. It's just that he's been a little bit banged up as well. So to, to answer the query uh, that was presented to me about Joe Burrow's Rookie of the Year, right? Uh, my answer is no, wrong. Not yet. I, there's a long way to go. And no one is just busting out saying, uh, this is the guy. Obviously, the quarterbacks are going to get a lot of the attention but uh, there's a very good chance that a guy like Herbert could go by Burrow uh, at any minute. But the good news is if I mentioned um, one of these guys, um, then he's doing very well. There's no doubt. And then, you know, there's another guy in Jonathan Taylor, the Colts running back, who I don't think is going to get any votes. But it's just being satisfied with, you know, where you talk, take a guy, Jonathan Colts, uh, Jonathan Taylor for the Colts had um, over 100 yards from scrimmage in the last game. And this is another guy who's kind of a late find. All right, we will take a quick break and we will come on back. It's still time to get in. 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Play. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if 
you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus. his servants i do not and welcome back to the show a couple minutes left well look who's back look who's back to the friend des bryant looks like he's back in the nfl at least kind of because there is a report that he will be signing from ian rapaport of nfl network that des bryant the cowboys legend will be going to the baltimore ravens practice squad Remember, he got cut three years ago 
The Saints brought him on, and he tore his Achilles, and he has not seen a football in anger since. And it's been a winding road for this guy. Three-time Pro Bowler who got a multi-year offer from the Ravens in 2017, but instead took a one-year deal with New Orleans. He thought it was a prove-it deal to play with Drew Brees. Not a bad idea. Turned down a lot of money. But uh, the Ravens, they wanted their mad. And all they need now is one past physical to get him in. And um, he wrote in January, the Ravens didn't want that version of Des Bryant. I wasn't there mentally. Huh. But we know that he has said, what, a million times that he wanted to go home to his Cowboys. He wanted to go home. Then he changed. He said, all right, there are three destinations for me that are my dream. Blue and silver, black and gold, or black and purple. (laughs) Okay, so Cowboys, Steelers, and Ravens. Well, does he have tread on his tires? But if you think about Lamar Jackson... Um, he probably doesn't mind. Remember, Lamar Jackson was uh, openly campaigning for Antonio Brown with his cousin already playing for the Ravens. But if you think about I said a Cowboys legend, he has more touchdown receptions than anyone in history. Not Drew Pearson. I mean, just go down the line of great Cowboys wide receivers. No one has more than him. Michael Irvin, he has more than him. 73 touchdowns. 800 and uh, 38 catches, 7,459 yards. He's going to need to knock off some rust. But if you want to mark a game on your calendar, look no further than December 3rd when the Cowboys will play the Ravens. Now, as I said, he's a practice squad guy who hasn't passed his physical and has not played football in three years. But... There's some intrigue there. You don't bring a guy in just for the hell of it, or do you? All right. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Big, big show, big, big show tomorrow, as always, and we'll do it at 9 a.m. Pacific time. I'm Rick Tittle, and have a great day. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.